What's up, soccer players? On this episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience, we are doing a season preview of the 2021-22 season. We're going to talk what it's like to transition from a busy summer straight into the regular season. We're talking Leo Messi and how he might have to um, adjust to life at a new club, as well as doing some predictions for the upcoming Champions League and Premier League seasons. So hope you guys enjoy the show. Let's start off very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is you have to get stronger. What's up, soccer players? Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? Chilling, bro. Chilling. You know how it is on Sunday. You cook, create some content, and now doing the podcast. It's been a productive Sunday, I tell you. And yet another Sunday where it is about 6 p.m. and you have done everything I was supposed to do so far. <laughs> this happens yeah, every week. I swear. I swear. I don't. I just don't like working on content and stuff like past a certain time. Like, mm. It's like past 7 a.m. I don't. I just want to sit down, um, read some manga. Like I don't want to have to be thinking about okay, what am I gonna put um, mm. this week? And I don't want to mm. start cooking at like 4 p.m. either. Yeah, because by the time to, you finish, it's like seven. Yeah, but yeah, by the time I finish, it's like time to go to bed. I was like, man, I feel mm-hmm. like I barely enjoyed the day. And I woke up at eleven too, so that's. Oh, that's you woke up at all that? Damn, yeah, I, I feel did. Really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what time you woke up? I've been up since nine, man. I've been. I mean, I've been busy today, though. I've been doing some med bridge things, studying. Oh, okay. Uh, some doing some commercial. Things. I see you doing commercials. You're just doing oh, some sponsorship. Yeah, no, you know, <laughs> with Med Velocity, here, I see you. Yeah, you know, you just. Trying, I hope you know, they drop the bag. The bags will come eventually, my yeah. guy. <laughs> they will come. They will come eventually, but um, yeah, man, life is good. I bought my tickets to go to Boston. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Um. No, you told me you were, you you were thinking about coming. Um, no, it's happening. But, um. What's the date? Tickets are copped. Um. Last weekend of August, I think. I'm opening up my calendar right so now. So the twenty eighth. Yeah, weekend of the 28th, 27th through the 29th. 27th to the 29th, okay. All right. So I'm we got to kick it, days. see what's good. 27th, so that's okay. I'm going to ask that Friday off, and I'm going to ask for that Monday off. Okay. Well, I mean, I won't even be in Boston until I, I think like 5 on um, on Friday. So we chill. doesn't matter. If I take the 8 off, I can just pick you up. <laughs> so you don't even have to take a cab, bro. I bet sounds good, man. It's all love. Um, but today we are um doing a season preview of a few things. We're we're talking about what it's like to transition from a busy summer. We had the Euros, Copa America, Gold Cup, Olympics, straight into the regular season. Um, we're gonna talk Leo Messi and what's going on there, as well as some some Premier League and Champions League predictions. Um, but let's let's start with what it's like going from the busiest summer I think we've we've had in at least the past yeah. like fifteen years or so. Um, yeah. 
so much going on olympics copa america euros um everybody it seems like just didn't take any time off and it's been coming like i feel like it's been it's 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 like a regular thing now like it just i think two years ago last year they had also had a busy schedule and then now this year another busy schedule i mean players are just taxed bro yeah, which, yeah, which makes makes the job is um hard for a strength and conditioning coach, because I'm just wondering how you guys, how you guys gonna try to program anything for these guys, <laughs> considering <laughs> all the lows, all the matches that they've played throughout the year. I mean, like yeah. they they barely have a, a, a off season. There's no yeah. off. I mean, it's like it's like two weeks. Yeah, it's two. Some weeks. people are already back in training camp. Serge Ramos already back in training camp already. Yeah. Yeah. And it's two weeks and some of these guys, they fly home. It takes two days to go from, you know, Europe to South America, two days to get back. So now your off season's 10 days. So it's, um, it's crazy how the game has evolved and finances have played such a role that like our, our calendar is, is no longer even a, a factor because you're playing the whole year. There, there's really no time to sit down and say, okay, Let's focus on strength or hypertrophy for six to eight weeks mm, before you yeah. go back. Like that doesn't doesn't happen anymore. Got to happen during the season. Like how would you how would you even periodize something like that for 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 a player? Considering like you you actually are strength and conditioning in a PT in the team, right? And players are coming from you know let's say they were playing tournament all summer long, and now they have to get ready to start working you start playing in the mls like and you got like i don't know like a month to prep this guy <laughs> so how would you go about that um it goes player by player i think um for example okay. let's let's take a a squad and kind of analyze it a little bit let's take liverpool right or actually no i don't know liverpool as well so let's take like real madrid right okay if you're someone let's say like Nacho Fernandez, okay. you didn't you didn't go participate in any summer tournaments as far as I can remember, right? Like he 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 had some time at the end of the season going on and off in the team, if injuries and whatnot. But he he had the opportunity to focus for an entire summer. So someone like him, yeah, he can periodize. Like he he's got it on lock. Um, other players, let's take for example someone like Karim Benzema, right? He he has no time off, but at the same time, he has not. He doesn't really have much of an injury history. Um, so chances are, whatever strength he has is enough. So he can just maintain, and just like a maintenance program, and just being able to not play football for uh, twice a week for three to four weeks, that should do him some good. Um, so it, it goes player by player. For example, like um, Pedri from Spain and Barcelona. He played, what, 76 games this year? He just mm-hmm. finished his season, and Barcelona's season started today with the Gamper Trophy. So Jeez. someone like him, it's okay. You're 18 years old. We're shutting you down for a month and a half. If you want to play, enough. too bad. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, shutting him down, so you're allowing him as much time to recover. I can understand why for 18-year-old, because they, um, you know, the I would say the... I don't want to go on a limb here and, and categorize people, but as an 18 year old, um, your maturity, your training, um, 
your training experience is is not extensive so it's it's better to keep you from playing so you can fully recover rather than diving in and you know there's, there's yeah. always a lack of self-control when it comes to like younger kids and playing like they don't know your, their body yet and then oh, of course. still trying to play and it considering the fact that you know he's also 18 he's young and your guys are much more experienced so with him it's gonna be like man i need to go on the field and just preserve my spot spot in a starting lineup so i can see why you need to shut him down yeah yeah and a lot of this depends on the head coach right because at the end of the day if pedri's fit and the head coach ron lacoman says you're playing then he's playing um if the head coach says you're resting for eight weeks, then you're resting for eight weeks. Um, if he doesn't have any sort of an injury, yeah, the staff can give their recommendations. But at the end of the day, um, a lot is going to depend on the head coach and what their what their culture and, and values are. Um, so it gets pretty deep, pretty deep. All right. So let's say somebody like Ronaldo, who also played. Um, or some Messi, let's... Take Messi, for example. He played he played all the games, and he played all the way to the final of the Copa America. <laughs> now, yeah. how is that going to be like for him? Yeah, I mean, also, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he's been living his best life on vacation. He's in Miami. He's in uh, Dominican Republic. Uh, he was in Ibiza. He's having a good time. So uh, someone like him. You trust him, at least from what I've seen from his pictures and mm. social media. You trust him that when he says he's going on vacation, he's on vacation. He's not training extra, um, which is a big thing because a lot of young players, they they have only four to six weeks of offseason the entire year. And what do they do? They leave their club environment and they go train. Go train. And it's like, wait, that's the whole reason we're taking this break. But someone like him, it's like, oh, I trust you. You can rest. Um, and you can also trust the fact that Messi also doesn't have an extensive injury history. And to be completely honest, on PSG, I don't see him working too hard from a physical perspective either. No. Mm. So it's like, oh, okay, maybe maybe we can get away with some things. Um, but just know that when he's back in the team, he's playing 90 minutes twice a week. <laughs> yeah, no. The entire yeah, that's not, it's like it's, guys like this, like there's no easing him in. Like he, he's got to play 90 minutes. Because, you know, if he's on the field, like, he's going to produce. Yeah, yeah. And the fans? <laughs> yeah, your revenue. <laughs> That's the problem. That's the thing with the big players, man. Like, they they control the game and the finances. The finances, like, they have so much control over that. Like, you, you can't afford not to play. No, yeah. Like, imagine it's almost at the point where someone like Messi and Ronaldo or, like, these big superstars... Yeah, the face of the league, face of the club. Yeah, they they have to be on the field. Messi could just literally stand in the center circle the entire time, and fans wouldn't really care as long as he's playing. Yeah, right. But if he's on the bench, that that would not be tolerated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's transition to um the big transfer. The big transfer, man. I don't understand what's happening. Like, of course, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scene, but it seems like um. It seems like Messi almost had too much power in La Liga, La Liga, the La Liga Association wasn't. Well, they weren't having it. 
Yeah, no, I was, that's what I was, it felt like to me because when I read the thing, it's like something going on. Yeah, we wanted to Barcelona wanted to renew the contract, but they had problem with La Liga, so we couldn't exactly go through with the contracts. I'm like, hmm, some something happening here is politics. Yeah. Nah, so I, I was reading into it a little bit. Um, actually, not a little bit, a lot of it. But um, so essentially, here's what happened: Barcelona have not withdrawn from the Super League yet. Um, the, the three teams that are left in it are Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Juventus. Um, for whatever reason, they still have not withdrawn formally. I don't know if it's a legal thing or something's going on. So that's one thing. Um, apparently, La Liga now has a salary cap saying whatever revenue you, pr- you produce, you can only give X percentage to your players. So if you wait, don't wait, generate... Wait, wait. I'm sorry, What? Yeah, I didn't know this until like two weeks ago. But yeah, That's we have some weird. sort of salary cap. Yeah. That is weird. Mm-hmm. So Why? don't know. Um, I guess it's to prevent teams from going into like exorbitant debt and then going under. But I mean, essentially what it's saying is if your team makes, I don't know, a billion euros, you can only pay 700 million to the players or something like that. Um, and because of COVID, the club lost a lot of money in terms of revenue, thus their salary cap dropped dramatically. Mm. Um, it happened to a lot of clubs, including like Real Madrid. And Barcelona was way over the cap without signing Messi. So Messi and a whole bunch of other people decide, okay, we're going to have to take pay cuts. Um, we're going to cut our pay by like 50. I think Messi agreed to a 50% pay cut. And um, Barcelona went up to La Liga and was like, we're over the cap, but please make an exception in order for us to um, have Messi. It's good for us. It's good for the league. It's good for everybody. Let's keep him on the team. And La Liga allegedly said, we'll let you sign Messi if you drop out of the European Super League. And Mm -hmm. Barcelona said no. Um. So they said, okay, fine, no Messi. And apparently when Barcelona first put out those statements saying Messi was leaving, it was a bluff. Uh, it was a bluff for La Liga to say, oh, wait, hang on a second. Like, no, you, you can keep him. We need him. Um, that called him on the bluff. Um, now he's gone. So what a crazy time. Crazy time. Wow. That's, that's and then. There's this whole other thing where La Liga sold 10% of its total value to a, uh, a financial investment firm or something like that for 5 billion euros. Um, and that 5 billion would be distributed to the clubs evenly. But La Liga made that deal without consulting Barcelona or Real Madrid. So there, there it's a whole mess. <laughs> like, there is a whole mess going on right now. Wait, listen. Whenever there's bickering, it's best to leave, man. <laughs> if it's gonna, if the bickering gonna affect your pocket. It's gonna affect your livelihood, and you might as well just leave and go somewhere else. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's, I think it's better for him to just to go somewhere else. I think that will add to his. Um, he said, "No, no, no, nothing will change." Um, the kind of that thing would change his legacy, to be honest nah. with you, because it's just legacy is set. His his legacy is all set, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, now it's just gonna be a, a walk in the park. 
in uh, Park the Prince. <laughs> it's gonna be a walk in the park in the Park the Prince, man. Yeah, in Park the Prince. Is Mbappe actually leaving and going to Madrid? So that's a big reason why they um they made the push for Messi is because now they might be able to convince Mbappe to stay. So we'll see. Listen, we'll see. I'm Mbappe. I'm staying. Well, I don't know what you're why, talking about. Why would you leave? Yeah. Why would I leave? Messi right? like, and Champions Neymar League is right there. Yep. Champions League is right there. The the the, the league earn is right there. It's like mm-hmm. even without Messi, we're still winning. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what That's do you one. think about PSG's potential starting lineup for next year? So, right. my brother sent me this. Um, he sent me, um, actually, they were doing it on ESPN. They were doing a mock-up uh, starting lineup on ESPN. So, we have Neymar on the uh, left-hand side, Mbappe at the center, and then you got Messi on the left-hand side like as a front three. And then you got well, well, now, them in the middle with Verratti. Um, it's like all I know is a lot of people gonna eat the bench, man. It's like the people go, you're not gonna compete. You're not gonna replace Neymar. Di Maria nope. is gonna eat the bench. Um, Coleman, it's gonna eat the bench. It's like everybody's gonna eat the bench. Ah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they play with a back three because um, now they have Hakimi too. And Hakimi's not that good at defense. So I think you get a back three. You get two people in the midfields to help, you know, block and control the game. And then the wingbacks and the forwards just attack. Just I think with Sergio Ramos at the back, I think you can, you can, you can actually pull it off with Sergio Ramos at the back. Yeah, yeah. Sergio Ramos, Kimpembe, Marquinhos. Um, and then in front of those three, you can do Verratti. You can do uh, Ronaldum. Um, you have Paredes from Argentina if you need a little bit more attacking. Hmm. Akimi down the right-hand side. Oh, my goodness. And then, yeah, up front, Neymar, Mbappe, um, Messi, and... Let them do whatever they want. <laughs> Man, I'm going to watch every game, every PSG game. Now, I'm, I'm going to have to just go and watch that game. I'm going to have to it's watch a few. A few? I'm watching everything. <laughs> now that Messi's not in Barcelona, I can actually support Messi 100% now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually support him 100, 1,000% now. <laughs> Because I've been I've been wanting PSG to win something because they're spending a whole lot of money, mm. a whole lot of money. When so a club I, can say, when a club can actually say, "Oh shoot, Messi's available." I oh, mean, let's let's bring him, let's bring him in. We don't yeah. even have to check our finances. Hey, hey, come come over here. We got money. <laughs> we got money. We got oil money. Come on. Yeah, man. Come Overnight on. too. It, it's like oh, once they didn't even have to do the math. They're yeah. like, whatever it is, we got it. Messi's gonna swim in that oil money. That's a great pay. That's a great yeah. payday, man. Yeah. Well um, deserved. So I heard PSG might get into some financial fair play trouble too. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> you have Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi in the same team. Like it's not even fair. Yeah. I don't think they it's care. Not, it's not fair for the other team. It's not fair. No. Yeah, it's not. It's not. But it's um, like how can you compete when you can take all the good players? 
This is actually a good question, man. How do you navigate this 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 stuff? Like financial uh, fair play. Because some teams just have way know. too much money. Yeah, yeah. Way but too like, much money. Even if you're UEFA, do you dare kick PSG out of the Champions League? No, you cannot. No, 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 no. Not, not for Champions League. No, I'm I mean, talking about the domestic league. Champions uh, League is like you still got to compete in the Champions League because you're competing against the top of the top. Yeah, but remember when um, when City got into that financial fair play drama and at first they were going to be banned from the Champions League and then they took it away because like the investigation wasn't done on time or whatever. Um, like a- as a viewer, I don't even care about it. I need to see this team play in the Champions League. You know, I, I need right? to. We like everybody wants to see it. Let it happen. Everyone wants to see it. Yeah, so I don't like, know. This is kind me of changing my mind who, a bit on that. So listen, if, if me who rarely used to tune in for for La Ligue 1, now I'm, I'm I'm actually wanting to tune in just to see how Messi plays in another team. That's revenue. That's that's the broadcasting revenue right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, man, it's gonna it's, be absolutely it's gonna be something insane. else. Yeah, so I I think they they. PSG is smart enough where they don't, they're not going to be worried about any sort of hmm. um, ramifications. They're playing. They, they, they own league. Like, how, how will they get into trouble? Like, <laughs> Who knows? There's literally one team. Like, it's just... Speaking of which, do you think they're going to win Champions League? Who do you think is going to win Champions League? I think PSG has a great chance to make it to the final now that Messi's there. Um, taking into account that chemistry works into the team, I think there's a good chance for him to make it to the final. I don't know if they're going to win the final. Mm. Um, but make it to the final, yeah. Uh, that's that's there. That's where my prediction, that's where I would leave my prediction. Hmm. I think it's easy. It's easy money because... It's easy money to get mm-hmm. to the final. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I I cannot see. There's only there's only two teams that I think can beat them: um, Manchester City and Liverpool. Um, just like the raw tenacity and effort of Liverpool and that high press, I think that. A PSG can be frustrated by that, um, and then Man City. If Pep, if Man City plays their best game, I don't think even this PSG side can beat them. But sometimes Man City show up, and you're like, "Yo, what the hell is going on here?" Yeah, they sometimes they outplay themselves. Yeah, but other than that, I can't see any other team. I really can't. Bayern is Bayern, but at the same time, they don't have the talent that PSG does. Like, we'll see, man. Because Champions League is always kind of weird. Like the team that you think gonna make it, like well, mm-hmm. that that year when Liverpool won, I thought for sure Liverpool was gonna were, was gonna lose in the second leg against Barcelona, and mm. they came back and beat them four three. Mm-hmm. It's, it's always a wild card when it comes to the UEFA Champions League, so it's not really. Set in stone, even though you have all the talent. Mm. Who who do you think might be like a sleeper team for you that'll make it a little bit further than people think? 
Team. I don't know. I think I'm. I was gonna say Tottenham, but then again, nah. I'm always, uh, I'm nah. Are they even in the Champions team. League? I don't even think they're in it. Yeah, they were. Um, they were. What are you talking about? Are they <laughs> in the Champions? I don't even know. Um, I think if if I had to go to sleeper, is <laughs> this is sad? I would choose Barcelona. Barcelona. That's yeah. not a sleeper. Yeah. That's Barcelona. They have Champions no. League history. Listen, history is not the present. That's like, huh? History is not the present. That is true. But they're always among favorite to win. Yeah, true. Now that Messi's not there. Oh, I see what you mean. Messi's not there. Now they're the underdog. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Griezmann, I think he's going to really thrive now. Um, Memphis you think so? Yeah, I do. I do. Yo, Aguero was mad. So I was reading a paper that he wants to leave Barcelona because he promised him to play with Messi. And that didn't happen. Yo, players are such divas, man. They're not really professionals. I mean, <laughs> I don't blame him for it. If that's, he, that's the reason he said when he was first signing. So, I mean, he's a man of his word. I don't blame him. I'd be out too. Damn. But um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be um, an interesting season in the Champions League. Um, what do you think about Premier League this year? Who's going to win? Who's going to be a, a team that's going to be better than you expected? You know what? For some reason, I'm going with um, I'm going with Manchester United. So you, you think it's going to be United? Yeah, I think United has a fair chance because um, things started working well for them uh, um, at the end of the season last year. Things started clicking. Uh, so Pogba got up to end in the season fairly well. But I think they should um they should actually have a higher chance to make it. Now, if not, it's Manchester City again. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, if not, it's Manchester City again, man. And I'm not even counting Arsenal. I'm just not, man. Mm-mm. I'm gonna say something that makes me sick to my stomach. What are you gonna say? You gonna say um, Tottenham, Chelsea? Che- <laughs> hey, you can never count those guys out. Chelsea's a weird club, man. They're not spending a lot of money. They they banking on their youth. Every like, and they make it to the Champions League final. Like, it's it's out of nowhere. Like it's they change. It's funny. They they fire managers if you don't produce. They fire you in mid season. And yet they're still winning. It's almost like, you know, like a managerial style doesn't matter. It's like, no matter what, if it's our time, we, we, we're going to win. I think they're going to win for three reasons. One, uh, Thomas Tuchel. Timo. Oh, okay. he's, What's that? What's he's, that? Because Timo, Timo is good? Nah, 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 nah. We'll talk about that later. But, like, this guy, Tuchel, oh, my God, like... When they hired him and got rid of Lampard, the difference was night and day. Well, it's, I, I can't say it. You know what? I cannot bank on that. Because no. when he got in, like, he, they, they're already deep into the Champions League, right? Mm-hmm. He barely had to do anything, right? No, let ah. me see. Let me see his work from the beginning of the season till the end. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, one of the. They, come on, man. They meet. Chelsea was already knee deep into the Champions League, and then they fire somebody and hire a new guy who also and, has Champions League experience. 
who had sure. she also has Champions League experience, was coaching a big club before that. So, hey, <laughs> PSG, I, I went from PSG to here. I was coaching Neymar, Mbappe, all these guys, and I, I come here. It's a bunch of people that are not superstars. Hey, you you listen to me. Like, I was coaching these guys. Like, it's easy mm-hmm. for me to transition. Okay, okay. Now... That leads me I to think, point number two. I think, two. I know. That, of course, there's a lot of things I'm missing here. I'm not a coach. There's a lot of other factors. I'm not saying, I'm not downplaying um, his coaching skills because he he got them um, when they were f- far in the Champions League. No, but I'm saying for a coach of his caliber, mm. it's relatively easier to do that comparing to if you were to get another coach that wasn't as renowned as him. Now, now let me see his work. We'll see from the beginning of the season till the end of the season. Now, one of the things we saw at the end of last season um, that I think was the doing of Thomas Tuchel was um, Kai Havertz. This kid mm-hmm. is a stud. Like he is. I remember watching him um, last year when COVID, the the lockdowns were ending for Bundesliga, and Bundesliga was the first team to come back. And it was the only it was the only league that I was playing. So I was like, yeah, I watched the Bundesliga. And people were talking like Kai Havertz, yada, yada, yada. It's like, yeah, I watched him Leverkusen. This kid, like, I swear to God, I think he's going to win a Ballon d'Or. I think he's going to win a Ballon d'Or. And hmm. with Tuchel controlling him and telling him what to do, oh, my God, he was just a – And now you have um, – I'm hearing Romeo Lukaku to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, I'm hearing that too. There was this rumbling about him coming back. And you think of the chances that Timo Werner missed last year? Yeah, he missed a lot. <laughs> he missed a lot of chances. Lukaku will not be doing that. He's gonna he's gonna be out for blood, and he hates um, Manchester United too for letting him go. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be some juicy matchups, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Didn't he come from Chelsea? Yeah, yeah, he Lukaku. started out no. Chelsea. No, he came. He, was, he no, wait, started from Everton? somewhere else. Everton. Everton, yeah, Everton. I feel like to he wasn't Chelsea. Chelsea first, and then he was in Everton and came back. I, um, no, I think I, yeah, he started in Everton. Yeah, I think it was Everton to Chelsea. Um, did he? I think he went to England for or, um, Italy for a little bit, then United, then Inter, and now back at Chelsea, something like that. But. Um, I feel like a player. Like, I feel, for some reason, I feel like he fits in in with he fits in Chelsea. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why. They should have never let him go, ever. Hey, hey definite manager, definite definite style. Yeah, you know the way they were playing too. It it wasn't Lukaku style. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see how, how things how, play out. How do you think your team's gonna do, Liverpool? Um, you think you're gonna finish. Probably gonna be a. Uh, it's, it's same things got to change. Um, a couple of things got to change in the roster. Um, we definitely need to get a new striker. Like you cannot be those the same front threes anymore. Salah mm. and Mane and mm-hmm. uh, Firmino because mm-hmm. they they they're figuring those those guys out. Yep, they're figuring those guys out. They know all their tricks. We need something new in the roster to to add a a a, a moment of. I guess confusion to the other team because if teams start to figure you out, they know your pattern. It's gonna be different. Yeah, I, 
I feel like they're just a little stagnant up front. They're trying things like they tried uh, Tiago last season and Tiago was good, but I don't know he's what happened. Good. He just doesn't. He's not a Jurgen Klopp player, you know. He's a little too, a little too flary. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a little flary. <laughs> he's uh, he's half Brazilian and it shows. That's true. Is any Portuguese? He's Portuguese, right? I, I think he's half. Yeah, he's, no, he's he's Spanish, but he's uh he's half Brazilian. I think his dad is Brazilian. Huh. So that's where he's got that flair from. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think Arsenal. Fuck, man, this club, bro. It stresses me out so much. <laughs> Arsenal is Arsenal, man. What, what are you gonna do? <laughs> You know what's funny? Uh, I, I, I was playing pickup yesterday, and after we we played pickup, we were talking about Arsenal's, and then uh, and then uh, the guy was saying, "Now, now you guys finally understand the stellar work um, Austin Wenger was doing, because this guy was making top four for eight something years. Mm-hmm. And now look at it." Like y'all can even make top four. Like y'all thought y'all thought, <laughs> they were saying like y'all thought top four was actually easy to make. Well, guess what happened when you when he's gone? Like you're not even making top four. No. That's why I was like, oh shoot, they were making top four for all those years. And now look at this. Like you're not it's, even in the top four. It's sad, man. It's 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 sad. It's, it's hard, man. And like I, I always gotta give a little bit of shout out to women's football. Um I might try to actually watch some more um Barcelona Femini and Arsenal Women. They actually play really good football. Like No, they play, man. Like it's incredibly well. Like the way they move the ball and passing, it's it's really incredible. So I'm gonna try to watch them a little bit too. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Um yeah. but yeah, man. Yeah, did we did we cover everything? I, th- I think so. I think so. Um, mm-hmm. If you guys like this podcast, give us a five star review. Share with a friend. We probably should have said at the beginning, but we always forget. Um, and yeah, man, I'm excited about what two three weeks. We're gonna have an episode live in person. So yeah, that's perfect, man. I'm excited. Can't wait. Make you get bring you on the field and get you tired. <laughs> Don't kill me, man. Oh my goodness. No, How many people normally not. play in your pickup games? So we play like a small few 11 11. Small goals. Yeah. Small goals and 11s. Yes, okay. That's okay. Small goal 11. So you know how yeah. it is. It's it's more it's it's less about it's less about scoring big goals, it's more about creating opportunity. That's how I see those mm-hmm. games. Okay. If you're okay, playing okay. 11 11 because there's so many guys that come to play and then there's small mm-hmm. nets mm-hmm. you're not gonna it's it's more about creating opportunities got you got you okay okay i have to get my yesterday touch up and everything like we were that. playing yesterday we were winning one nothing yeah and then at the end of the game they put me in the net <laughs> they scored two goals mm-hmm. <laughs> scored, scored two goals on me Mm-mm-mm. i know that's I not was like, cool. oh, I feel bad. It was just like, I'm like, hey, don't put me in the net, guys, because you try my best. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You I'm quote, try tried best. your best. Uh-huh. I'm trying my best to block the shots, but yeah. I'm sure you did. I did. <laughs> but they still went in anyway. Oh, man. I love big goals, man. I love shooting, bro. Like, I love Yeah, you can, you can still shoot in, in small and nets, but it's the emphasis is more in passing and, yeah. and controlling the pace of the game, which I like more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't played big field in a long time. 
Oh man, it's a different game. It really is. It is. Yeah, I'm right now. I'm playing in a league where it's eight v eight. The field size is a little bit small. I would like it to be a little bit bigger. So I mean, the pressure is still pretty high. But our nets are small-ish, right? And oh, we have I like know. an arc around the goal where nobody could stand inside. Um, but every team we play against, they just play with a goalie outside of the arc. Mm. So it's like, how are we supposed to score if y'all are parking the bus and we can't even like get close to the... It's like, bro, what you doing? Can we like play? And then we... we bro, last Thursday, we dominated this other team. They scored three goals from the halfway line. It's like, this is Bush League, man. Y'all aren't even playing. And they That's had a red is, card. Man. That's how it is. It's tactics. Sometimes it's tactics. It's like it humbles you sometimes when you have... We lost the final that way. Yeah, like the man. other team was crap. We were so much better. But we just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end, uh, 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 a, a, a corner kick. And then end up touching the a random header, and there mm-hmm. we go. We lost. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how it goes. That's it's, how it goes, man. It's a bunch of BS, but it's the reality. All right. I think that's it for this week. We'll see you all next. All right. Peace out, guys.